Ladies and gentlemen, it's Nicola Rossetto from Florence School of Regulation. Today I am in Brussels at a conference organized by FSR and Euroelectric on the market design of the future of 2050. And today we have with us Professor Graham Wheel from Bochum University. He gave a, a speech during the conference, and so I would like to discuss uh, shortly with him. Well, Graham, we listen from the European Commission that a, a major focus in the clean energy package proposal is on scarcity prices. Scarcity prices are a key element of the future market design. But in your view, is this a good point? Is it? Are they good for the real world? Are they sustainable from an economic and political point of view? Oh, I see uh, three different problems with uh, scarcity pricing. The first is, although politicians uh, say that they will accept more or less uh, unlimited scarcity prices at a time when there's plenty of capacity, uh, it's not so easy to believe that when you've got tight capacity, the necessary conditions for scarcity pricing, that they will then accept what they now promise. That's problem number one. But problem number two um, consists of the approach which investors would take. And if investors are going to rely, let's say, for even 30% of their necessary fixed cost recovery from scarcity pricing, then they need to know that on average, over the lifetime of a plant, the scarcity prices are at that level, which means in some years they'd have to be at much uh, higher levels. So that leads to very high risks. And if the risks are high, the cost of capital is high, which is going to make electricity supply expensive. But the third problem, looking longer ahead and at a time when the wholesale price most of the time might be more or less zero, it means that the only source of income to remunerate uh, plants, be they renewables or other, would be scarcity pricing. And that will just magnify the two problems I've just described. Yes, uh, yes, I, I understand your point. So from your point of view, energy-only markets are not enough. We should uh, order something else, eventually a capacity uh, market or something like this to remunerate capacity besides energy. Is it right? Yes, that's uh, correct. What the energy-only market does extremely well is to ensure the optimal short-term dispatching of capacity. And through improved market coupling across Europe, that's worked better and better. But I'm completely unconvinced that the energy-only market is going to provide the necessary income to remunerate power plants more or less of any type. But during your talk uh, earlier, you said when we uh, have to reform electricity markets, we have to adopt an holistic approach in order to optimize all the elements and not just one. So in your view, is there any a visible uh, negative feedback uh, from the fact that you w would like to order a capacity market to the energy-only market. Do you think any of any negative loop? Yes. Well, firstly, my blueprint for a new market design would be to have uh, two elements. The energy price reflecting right along the chain the truly variable costs, and then 
a capacity price which for consumers which would actually contain three things. It would contain the fixed cost for renewables, it would contain the fixed cost for necessary firm plant, and it would also have the fixed costs of the grid. So the long-term idea I have is that household consumers would basically be paying an annual price per firm kilowatt they wanted, which might be in the region of 300 euros a kilowatt per year, they'd be paying very little for the uh, energy. Now, as you make that transition, it may lead to some completely unpredictable um, side effects. So therefore, it's important to make the change gradually so that if such side effects emerge, they don't do so suddenly and that they can be controlled. Just to uh, expand a little bit on what I mean, mean by optimizing the whole system, this would go so far as to include the electrical appliances which household and industry used. And we want to move towards highly efficient, low-power appliances so that the total capacity on the grid is as low as possible. Yes, yes. So we, we should take care of the evolution. We are witnessing a major revolution, but we have to be careful and to always look at it uh, progressively. So I do thank you, Professor Will. Thank you for being with us today. You're very welcome.